What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. We got to kick it off with some tough, tough news here. You know, started off on a on a bad note. GGs to the basketball season. We weren't able to pull out pull it out in the first round of the playoffs. You know, I think we played a significantly better team and everything, and it just didn't end up going our way. What What are your thoughts on that? You know, I would. The thing is, I wouldn't say they're significantly better. Um, they were they're a good team, but I think we kind of lacked a little bit. In this last game, I think we've had better games. I think we played better against an undefeated team, you know. We had pretty good games. We had good moments in that game, but I wasn't 100% happy with our performance. But it was a decently fun season. Obviously, we would have loved to get some more wins, but I, it was all right. It was it was an all right season. We'll look, we're looking forward to next year, though, hopefully. Definitely. And, I mean, you know, just shout out to you. I'll let the viewers know you had your best game of the season offensively and everything. So, I mean, props to the man, you know. For me, I probably had one of my worst games, but you know, I wasn't there often. You know, supposed to be there for offense and everything. I took, I think, three shots, and they're all pretty bad. So, yeah, I know. think I was happy with my performance on offense. Like, I think I probably had like thirty. Like that was like maybe the most points I've ever scored in a basketball game, like a full game. I was like, okay, like I was pretty happy with my performance, but like, obviously, would have rather had fifteen and a win than. 30 and a loss so facts facts we're just gonna get back in the lab you know start going crazy this summer mcferrin park you know so it was tough but you know i I was kind of taking your spot this game i was kind of the one talking a little bit of game you know yeah yeah you like do you like that side of me i i did a little bit you know it was just like one kid on their team too i think everybody else you know was just respected it and everything so you know i'll tell the story a little bit but there was a kid on the other team and he was like one of those kids who's picking up full court on defense and he's just in your face, Patrick Beverly type. If you, if you're familiar, he was playing my role for their team. He was the Elijah of the other team and he was on me. And then I don't know, he thought he was good or something. Cause I didn't score on a couple of possessions. And I was like, like I had like eight points the first quarter. And then like, I went scoreless on a couple of possessions and he was like, Oh, and I went to the bench and subbed out at the start of the second quarter. So somebody else come in. He's like, y'all scared of me. And I was like, scared of you? I'm on, I'm on the bench. And I'm like, you're a trash. Like, I was like, you're a bum. Like, I'm just yelling at this kid. And then at halftime, uh, somebody who was like the equivalent of their, like Devin, like their coach came over and was like, yo, keep it up. He's a bum. And I was like, I'm glad you see that. <laughs> I'm glad you're not like oblivious and think he's good. Yeah. It was, it was interesting to see a nursing that side of you. So we are holding open tryouts to any uh, any listeners or anything. So, I mean, just slide through to McFerrin and, you know, get that 10-day. Yep, every Sunday, McFerrin Park, show us all summer, and maybe you'll get a spot in the Range Brothers come next winter. So, we'll see. But overall, decent season. Ready to look forward to next season, though. Ready to get past this one. Definitely. Let's move on. We had a big weekend together. You know, the family ties were strong this weekend. Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, you know, the boys – we took a trip to Chicago, hung out with the cousin Jenna. You know, we had a good time, went to the Bulls game, went to the zoo, had a long journey to the zoo. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So, I mean, Jenna, if you're listening, we were talking about this on the way back. We were like, because like any any walk, she's like, oh, it's just like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, Three 30 blocks. minutes. Yeah. She's like, it's just a few blocks. And, oh, it was like an hour and a half walk. We were, we were feeling it for sure. Maybe, I, that, maybe that's why we lost, you know, dead legs from or 20,000 steps the day before. So uh, I had like 25,000 steps and I was like, Oh my God, that's the most I had in a minute. And yeah. So Jenna said that it was a 30 minute walk to the zoo from her apartment. We're like, Oh, sick. You know, something to do. Let's do it. It was definitely an hour and it was hot. Like it was, I was not expecting it to be warm. It was like 60. I would have worn like shorts and a hoodie if I knew it was a made temperature, but I was in shorts and sweatpants and I was like literally sweating. I was like, this is unbearable definitely shout out shout out to cousin jenna though for the hospitality and everything you know it was, it was just a whirlwind of emotion with all these fans like rushing into her apartment and everything we had to get to the elevator real quick so yeah we had to call the cpd just, a couple times to get us transportation you know we we're just too big now yeah for sure not nah, one day one day though yeah yeah i mean so then a great trip of course and then uh what was it wednesday actually we saw we saw the batman together with a couple other friends, you know, shout out Cameron, shout out Anthony, shout out Mauricio. Got to get them boys in the video. But uh, what were your thoughts on the movie? You know, so on the way there, I was like, 
boys, I got to be honest, I, my superhero movie experience is pretty minimal. I went and saw uh, Avengers Endgame because I was like, oh, everybody's going to see all my friends. I was like, I can't just not go. But that was like the first Avengers movie I'd ever seen. So I was kind of like, oh, what's going on? But I watched the videos like a recap before we went. So I was like, okay, like I know what happens a little bit, but not, I haven't seen it all for myself. So I definitely need to go back and watch those, but I'd never seen any of the Batman movies either. Except for like when I was a little kid, I was super into that stuff. So I watched them, but not in like my, you know, the part of my life where I was the one choosing what movies I was watching and stuff more like yeah. that. Like I hadn't seen like the Dark Knight, any of those, any of that trilogy. So I was like, okay. But I was pretty sure this was like a standalone, like new starts. So I was like, okay, I can go watch this one, see how I like it. Let's do it, whatever. And I heard it had been pretty hyped up, but overall I really liked it. Um, and then it's kind of got me hooked. Like last night I watched Batman Begins. Then today I watched The Dark Knight. Like I'm just kind of all in Sheesh. on Batman now. I'm about to catch up. I've only seen the OG Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. So I'm about to get on those too. I'm about to just, my superhero bag is about to expand. Yeah, your spring your spring breaks can go crazy. But I mean, I'm the complete opposite. I'm super into all the Marvel movies, you know, in theaters, you know, opening weekend and everything. So I thought the Batman, it was a very good movie though. It was, in my opinion, a Make a lot of flack for this. I've been seeing this going around, but I agree. The Batman is better than The Dark Knight. It just told such a great story and just, you know, the film work and it was amazing. I mean, it's going to go crazy at the awards show. Um, another thing I was reading when I, when I was, uh, I, you know, I did the same thing, you know, watch videos on it or, but I saw that Matt Reeves says Robert Patterson's Batman was inspired by Kurt Cobain. You know, obviously with the song, Something in the Way. I mean, that song is a banger prevalent throughout the whole movie. It was, it was going crazy. What were your, how'd you feel about that? How'd you feel about the soundtrack, even though it was about one song or a couple songs, maybe? No, that was something, like I said, I hadn't really seen any. So I didn't know if they traditionally use like real songs outside of the universe, like the cinematic universe or like just the score. And so it was kind of surprising when that Nirvana song came out. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it kind of just kept coming up again in the movie, but it was really cool. And I thought it really fit the vibe. I do kind of like this Batman. And I agree with you that it is better than dark Knight. I just saw it today. Obviously it's a very, very hyped up movie, the dark Knight, And so I had high expectations going in and it was really good, but I think that this one is better. The Batman just hit a little bit different. It was such a different vibe. Like Matt Reeves in that same interview, he said, rather than make Bruce Wayne, the playboy version we've seen before, there's another version who has gone through a great tragedy and become a recluse. And I thought that, that was such a great quote because it's so true. Like, I think that's a much more realistic version of what Batman would be like in the dark Knight and stuff. He's flying and he, you know, he's a kind of, he's a playboy like Matt Reeves said, but then you look at the Batman and he's much more grounded in his personality and in his like movement and stuff like that. It seems like much more realistic to me. Like, I feel like if your parents died, you'd be much more like depressed and kind of sad. Like Robert Pattinson's Batman was versus the, uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, who was it? Uh, Christian Bale. And then there's been Christian Affleck Bale as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I'm just, I'm new to the game. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, for me, he killed it. You know, I was a little skeptical at first when, you know, putting like Twilight and, you know, Batman, they don't really go hand in hand, but I thought he absolutely killed it as the Batman. I'm very excited to see what they have planned. Huge teaser at the end. So. All right, whatever. We got to move past the Batman. Get back to the music, back to the basics. This week on Second Avenue Podcast, we are joined by our first ever guest. We have my sister, Lauren, and our cousin, Sammy. This episode is going to be a banger. Very excited to have them on. We've obviously grown up together. We've gone to concerts together before, so excited to talk a little bit about that, and then we're going to build our perfect music festival. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to the podcast, Lauren and Sammy. We're so happy to have you guys. You know, family ties. We keep going back to that. Good to have you on the show. Tell the people about yourselves. Okay, I'll go first. So I'm Lauren. I'm a cousin to Elijah and Jonathan's sister. Um, about me, I am a senior at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. I'm majoring in communication. I don't know what I'm doing after graduation. Don't ask me. But if you have a job in communication, let me know. Um, uh, Second Avenue ties, I guess I have to mention. Jonathan's probably told this story many times. I know I listen, but um, we would spend a lot of time at our grandparents' house. So would Elijah, so would Sammy. Like that was our meeting place. So that's my tie to Second Avenue. 
we'd love to hear that sammy what's going on with you tell tell people um okay well i'm cousins to all of you um (laughs) (laughs) i go to the university of iowa and i'm a senior studying public health minoring in social work um a job interview next week so we'll see what i'm doing next year with that so We'll see. One of our biggest viewer, one of our biggest fans, uh, Mariso, he's a huge Iowa fan. You know, that's where the Big Ten runs through. It's kind of just a troll, but he'll love that. He'll love that you're from Iowa for sure. I Not love from wearing Iowa, that. But yeah, you go there. Yeah, I love wearing the Iowa shirt. Over the winter break, I went to see Sammy with Lauren, and I got an Iowa shirt, and I wore it to play basketball here in Hobson a couple of days ago. And they're like, oh, I'll take that off, Illinois. Yeah, that, and I'm like, it's a shirt, man. Like, it's not that deep. I was like, it's just a workout <laughs> shirt. We're playing basketball. Like, whatever. <laughs> anyway, but so for today's podcast, you know, Sammy and Laura and I have gone to a lot of Palooza together, met up there another year, and Sammy and I did. So we thought, what better group to build the perfect festival with than this group? And Elijah's had his experiences rolling loud. I've gone to Lyrical Lemonade Summer Smash as well. So we built a chart of $15 budget and you have different options at the $5, $4, $3, $2, and $1 values to build your perfect festival. So let's get into it. At the $5 value, you have Drake, The Weeknd, Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, Frank Ocean. At the $4 value, you have Tower the Creator, Doja Cat, J. Cole, Olivia Rodrigo. And then at every other dollar value here, we have some intangible options. So at $4, you have front row slash VIP, so if you know if you're trying to get that pit area, you want to go front row, or if you know you were trying to sit back but have a comfortable experience, VIP. Then at three dollars, SZA, Jack Harlow, Post Malone, Brockhampton, and then the intangible, Perfect Weather, very underrated option. At two dollars, Dominic Fike, Brent Fiaz, Finn Staples, Baby Keem, and that two dollars, you don't have to walk in between the stages. You know, get a golf cart, uh, get a golf cart transportation. Lastly, at $1, Rex Orange County, Earl Sweatshirt, Amine, Corday, and then no lines for food and bathroom. Some good options, guys. Who wants to go first with their choices? All right, let's get into my list here. Kicking it off, you know, I had to go with the boy, you know, Drake. I haven't seen him live yet. That's one that's definitely on my list. I've always wanted to go to like OVO Fest or something. Obviously, that'd be something a little past you know what we're doing here in the states gotta get a passport for all that but definitely one of my picks there moving on this one was up i had to hammer this one at three dollars perfect weather is just that's not beatable you know that's always gonna be a cop for me that probably would have been a five dollar cop for sure so i had to go with that one for my one of my two dollar picks i had baby keem just bought tickets to one of his concerts actually so very excited to see that um almost busted in the floor at detroit so Hopefully we're getting an experience like that with him at my hypothetical uh, festival. And then I also have Vince Staples in my $2 category. Now they're good pick there. I feel like you get the crowd hype and everything. And then for a $3 option, I chose Brock Hampton, you know, with them breaking up. Will I ever get to see them again? Yes. At my hypothetical festival, they will be there. Um, With a lot of my picks, you know, like we were talking to the PlayStation party earlier this week, it was just like, do they have to go together or, you know, I, I was like, I'm just going to pick who I want to see. You know, I don't care you know, if they go together or not. Just that's, that was my method there. So what do you guys think about those choices? I like those choices. Drake, obviously a fan favorite, put on a show unless you're at camp vlog. Nah. Um, but no, that's a great choice. <laughs> um, and I think there's a lot of value in that perfect weather pick. That's such an underrated choice because you know, it could be raining. It could be too hot. It probably would never be too cold, but it could be raining or too hot, which are the two things you don't really want. So that perfect weather is definitely an underrated choice, but then you miss out on the moments like, you know, your J. Cole in the rain at Rolling Loud. So uh, I mean, is that the perfect weather though? You know, rain coming down, just, you know, the song's going like, hey, it's your choice. I, you tell me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what my perfect weather would be. Probably just maybe that for some of the performances, of course, but like, I just bought tickets to Rolling Loud Miami as well. You know, finally, finally did that. If you listen up, kept up with it last week. And I was, it's just going to be so hot, but the lineup is just so tough that I, I have to do it. So I respect it. What do you guys think, Sammy and Lauren? I think perfect weather. That's bold. Cause I feel like if you're seeing people you like, you don't care about the weather. 
I'm thinking about how when we were at Ty when we were seeing Tyler, it was getting hot. The air was thin. I didn't know if I was gonna make it out. But anyway, I feel like if you want to see those people, you'll go through whatever to do it. Definitely, I like that point, Sammy. What are your thoughts? I personally would like all like the extras like good weather like whatever like that doesn't like when I'm seeing someone I like like that just does not I'm not even thinking about that like and like when we were in those crowds at Lala like it was just the heat made between the bodies like not even the heat outside like was ridiculous so I think that even like if it is nice out it's still gonna be hot just because you're body to body with people but that's what makes it fun I feel like so definitely it was freezing in New York and it was still like pretty it got hot at times, but then the rain cooled us down a little bit. So maybe the rain is is my perfect weather. Or it just make people like stinky. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that too. Yeah. But you smell, like, and so does everyone else. <laughs> like ripe. I I don't know. Yeah. But it would it would be fun though. Like that'd be. That that is an underrated point. There. I like that one. Sam, you want to kick us off with your choices here? Yeah. Okay. So for five dollars. I was debating between Frank Ocean and Kendrick, but I went with Kendrick because I feel like that would just be just an experience like that. There's so much music that he has that it would just be I, like in my head. I imagine that he'll be the last performer of the day. So that's why I chose him as last. Definitely a headliner. And then um, the next one I chose was Doja Cat just because I want to see her perform. Um, I went to Lala the day after we all went together and I saw Megan which was it was a really good concert so I feel like she'd be similar vibes so I want to see Doja and then Amine was my last choice because I also he's just someone else I want to see perform live wait is that 10 that you're only 10 oh, that's 10 dollars yeah, you got okay. five left Oh shoot. Okay. So I didn't calculate that right, but the, <laughs> the other person I'm looking at is Dominic Fike, who I've been a fan of his for a while, but now he's like, you know, really popped off because of euphoria. <laughs> okay. So now you have $3 left. What do you do with the $3? Okay. Probably SZA for my last one. I think but. that's a good choice. I, I, when I was making the list, I thought one of you guys would pick SZA, if not both of you. Obviously, I thought about it as well. But no, I think that's a really good list, really good diversity there. Obviously, Kendrick, as the closer, makes perfect sense. I can definitely see that putting on a show. And I really like the SZA, Doja Cat combo. Yeah, maybe do Kiss Me More together. That hit a little bit different, you know. I'm just yeah. making, making stuff up here. What do you guys <laughs> think about that? Definitely. I mean, those are very solid picks. Uh, like you, the point you made with Megan the Stallion, I was watching like one of, I think it just came up on my feed from Rolling Loud, like their Twitter and it, she went crazy. The crowd is going crazy. So, I mean, to your point, I think Doja Cat's going to bring the same hype there. Definitely. I'm obsessed with Doja. Spoiler alert. You'll hear mine in a minute, but yeah, she's cool. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely a lot of good choices there. I don't think you can go wrong with any of the options here. Lauren, you want to get into your selections for your perfect festival? All right. So seeing all of your options, you were lacking in the female category. So I'm going to start $4 Doja Cat, obviously. She's so funny. First of all, her TikToks, but that's not what matters. She has a lot of music out there and it's all so catchy. I'm obsessed with it. Um, I'll bounce up to my $5 I have two in the $5 category. I hope that's not double dipping. This is just my perfect thing. What I would want to see the weekend. That man's never made a song I didn't like. So that'd be really cool too. Second, right there with him, Frank Ocean. Gets me through the hard times. Frank, he's been there. So those three, and then that leaves me with a dollar for Rex Orange County, which has just always been a rider. That's just like a chill vibe. I see where you guys put them at a dollar. New album just came out today. Love that plug. That'd yeah, be, we'll get into that yeah. later. Yeah, we'll get into that with the new That'd be my festival. Week, but I think that's a good selection. You know, I didn't know how you'd feel about the Olivia Rigo option. I, you know, I love some overlap. That was tough. This is what I have to say about that, though. She's still really young, and she has, has like, one album and, like, the one High School Musical song that everybody likes. But once she's, like, older and has more songs, I'll, I'd go crazy for that, too. 
Definitely. And Jonathan and I were texting about it throughout the week. We're like, is Olivia Rodrigo a $4 pick? What would you guys say? Would you say she's, you know, on that tier? Personally, I just like don't listen to her a ton. So I wouldn't rank her as high, but not saying that she's a bad artist. Like she does have good songs. So and I think she's right. Right now she's got the hype that I see why you guys threw up there. But that's what I'm saying. Like in the future, if she's got more music out and like, she hits good for you and her lineup that go crazy for like this era hitting it. So that's what I think about that. Yeah, no, she's definitely doing numbers. That's why I put her up there. I was like, is she on the same level as like Tyler? And then I was kind of like the three dollars. Like, <laughs> she's probably more popular like in the mainstream than SZA, Jack Harlow. Post Malone is close. Like I put Post Malone at three. He could be a four, but that was close. But I was like, I think Olivia Rodrigo does belong up there. Obviously, like you said, she doesn't have too much music out, but people love O'Rod people yeah. love what she's got out so definitely and like the point I made to you you know she wasn't like a one-hit wonder like she killed it with that sour album I really enjoyed it and everything has you know definitely not my taste but still you know see it <laughs> everywhere and you know I'll bang it I'll bang a few songs here and there so Lauren I did like though how you put the weekend as your five dollar pick me and Jonathan saw him at Lala and I will say he was a very good live performer like he does sound a lot like how he does on the radio so that would be that's a good pick i Alex. think about those people who were hating on him for the super bowl they're missing out that's their loss he killed it at the <laughs> super bowl so yeah far. that was that was in our super bowl episode he killed it that was one of my favorite performances <laughs> i've seen so no i definitely agree and sammy i'm with you the weekend seeing him live was like something i've been waiting for for years and then for to finally happen i was in that pit in lala in like the 10th row by myself and it just hit a little bit different. I was sitting there just so close to this man. I've been listening to for like six years. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So good life. You came out of the womb listening to him. I did. That's <laughs> You'll tell anybody that story. I did. Uh, um, my, <laughs> my picks, I feel like we're so like based around like moshing and everything. You know, I'm, I'm big into that. Uh, like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? What? Do, how are you guys at a festival? Are you know, more chill vibes? Are you like jumping around, you know? <laughs> I feel like personally I'm like trying to be in the middle of that <laughs> but like safely you know like I don't want to yeah. someone like running yeah. through, like I like being on the outside like watching it happen but I like doesn't Lala Jonathan would just be lost he's gone me and you we're linked <laughs> we're linked holding on to dear life Jonathan's who knows he's with some other group across the like giant sea of people I'm yeah, just trying no, to some of those pits you need like wrapped around holding on both hands to you know keep your person it's very difficult to uh to not to stay together without doing that and it goes back to the first episode you were talking about really loud you're talking about little tj call my phone and people were like moshing i just don't understand people's thought process about moshing they're trying to mosh to every song tyler's doing like earthquake and they're like just trying to get after it to play <laughs> yeah, i'm you, like yeah. what are we doing like I could see that at a Playboy Cardi concert because they're crazy, but at a Tyler concert, at a festival, what are we doing? I'm just trying to show there, trying to listen to music, but it's all yeah, a good time. Yeah, it depends on the artist, you know. Definitely. I, I think it fits every artist, and, you know, like you had you, you had made the point to me, we'll get Levi, your friend Levi on for, you know, a great episode we're going to have with them, so stay tuned for that. Definitely. And then back to kind of just wild pits. Sammy, tell us about the time little pump went crazy oh my <laughs> talk about this experience yeah well we so we had gone to lala separately that year and when we were waiting i was like oh my gosh that's my cousin jonathan <laughs> like a few people up so we like meet up and i'm with two of my friends and your friends are there too but then eventually like we had waited for him for like an hour like in the heat it was like midday like during the summer so it's like peak heat and humidity and people were passing out left and right and both of my friends ended up having to get like carried out because they just like this was like not even five minutes into the concert like one left before it even started so it was bad from the get-go and then it ended up just being me and you I don't know I don't remember what happened to your friends I don't know if you could yeah I uh I met up with my friend Trey and he was like it's too hot I'm like getting out of here and I was like I respect that he just went away and I met up with him later, I think, but 
we had an okay time, a little pump. I mean, like you said, he took forever to come out. I feel like something crazy was going on behind the scenes because when he came out, Logic's DJ rhetoric was his DJ. And I was like, okay, like something is up. Like, I don't know what happened, but it was just bizarre. And then Lil Pump only did like, I don't know, like 10 songs or, you know, whatever. And his songs were like two minutes long. So it was really quick. Yeah. And I was in like the very, very front because it was just like a sea of people pushing towards the front. I ended up like in like the second row and I'm like, I don't even like Lil Pump like this. (laughs) And it was so hot and I was getting so squished by other people that I was, you know, I had an internal conflict in my head and I was like, I'm getting pulled out of this pit because I can't breathe. (laughs) And so I like looked at security and I was like, I need to get out of here, <laughs> even though I was like, okay, but I was like, I'm trying, I'm just done. Cause there was so many people when I was in the very front, I was trying to leave too, like after that set to go to a different uh, stage. So they just pull me out and I'm like in between the front rail and the stage. And I'm just like making eye contact with a little pump. And I'm like, I'm kind of just like looking at him for a second. And the security's like, you got to go, man. I'm like, all right, I saw enough. Like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's when we got separated like when they really started pushing because I ended up like the like, other side of the stage and this girl was like passing out and her friend was like trying to get people's attention they're like stop 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 and she was like we're leaving I was like wait I want to come with you guys so I like followed them out <laughs> and then that's when I met up with like my friends again <laughs> no yeah, following was people crazy. was like the ultimate finesse like if somebody's leaving you gotta go you just get them behind them if somebody's trying to get the front and you're trying to get the front you just kind of grab somebody's shoulder yeah. and be like, oh i'm coming with you like yeah and most time it works it's fine but sometimes people get really pissed about that yeah they were cool about it so all right let's get that... into some of your picks jonathan <clears throat> all right let's see what we got starting at five dollars sammy you said it kendrick lamar for five dollars definitely worth the money the goat of our generation gotta see kendrick before he retires then Moving on, you know, we want the $1 value. One of my favorites out, though, Earl Sweatshirt. I see him as, like, you know, one of the early ones in the afternoon, just starting the day off right, getting the vibes right. Earl Sweat, can't miss. Then, at the $2 value, Elijah, you took him as well, Baby Keem. I know we're going to see him here in, like, two weeks, but I got to see Baby Keem. I love Baby Keem. I would see him five times this year if I could. I am a little bit worried about that Detroit breaking the floor, though. I'm not trying to go that crazy. I'm trying to break. I'll say it. Yeah, I'll say it. I'm trying to break the floor in St. Louis. I don't even know. That was just a crazy situation because it was like, it looked like they were on like the second story of a building. Like, I think that's how the Metro in Chicago is. Like you go upstairs to get to the uh, stage. And so I think that's how they work. Cause like the video was like from staff, like on the first floor, you see the floor just bouncing. It was crazy. Um, then sticking with a $2 value, I had to go with Brent Fiaz. I see him as like second in the day, you know, just getting the vibes right again. Out in his toxic bag, a king, Brent Fiaz. Got to see him at some point. One of my favorites out. And then, you know, that leaves me with $5. So I got a lot I could play around with here. I didn't pick any of the intangibles, you know. Had to go with Frank Ocean. I would pay a stupid amount of money to see Frank Ocean live. And so in my perfect festival, he has to be there. He rarely ever does shows. And so an opportunity to see him and see him and Kendrick in the same day, that would be crazy. I don't know who would get the uh, headliner spot on that, who would close the night. What do you guys think about that? Who would you think would uh, end the night? That's very tough. You know, two huge artists, but I think I got it with Kendrick. You know, you kind of want to, like you're saying, you know, just earlier in the day, you got the more chill vibes and everything. So I you put the more chill uh, performer first and then let Kendrick you know just do do his thing there what do you guys think I would say like Kendrick too but part of the reason being that like he's been around longer and like not just people are just listen to him you know like like my dad likes him and he's obviously not our age but <laughs> I feel like he reaches a little bit of a different audience in that sense yeah I definitely think that's fair I mean Kendrick one of the hottest out right now but i do kind of think that that you know go hard with kendrick and then end the night with frank at like you know nine o'clock or whatever hit that frank ocean it'd be a, a good way to end the night but i do I don't, agree yeah, frank would end i i don't dislike that though you know ending on a chill vibe either so yeah that takes me back to my first ever festival experience i went to magnificent color day chance rappers festival in chicago chance was not the closer for the night it was skrillex 
and that was just wild because it was in a big baseball stadium but i'm like in a seat watching skrillex and i'm like all right like <laughs> it was interesting but he had a crazy light show his mashups were pretty good played some of his songs like wild and wild for the night you know so it was cool but i don't think i'd go to a skrillex concert uh by my own choice <laughs> Um, Frank Ocean ending a festival. If I had a whole day out, like in the sun, whether my feet are hurting after walking miles, dehydrated, I'm down in the dumps, I'd be crying. I'd be on edge. Pisces girl. <laughs> you can see me. Oh. Uh, birthday week. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. But not really. Frank, he would do it. He would have that effect on people. She says, not really. Yeah, obviously, we got to give a special <laughs> happy birthday. Shout out to you guys. Both of their birthdays are the week that this episode is dropping. Sammy, I believe, is on Wednesday, and Lauren is on Saturday. Oh. What day is it? Thursday? Try again. Tuesday and Friday, Tuesday. right? No, hers Saturday. is Saturday. <laughs> oh. I know I yours is the 15th and hers is the 19th, but I just didn't do that math in my head. I know hers you is just Saturday. be celebrating all week long. It doesn't matter. Camera's rolling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always a celebration with these birthdays, so definitely, definitely got to celebrate. <laughs> And then Lauren, we got to go back. Talk about your first festival experience at Lollapalooza. How was you rate that experience overall? You know, me and Sammy, you know, we kind of had you walking around a lot. We kind of, you know, we were making moves. It was a little sweaty. What do you think? I got Would a you lot. go back? Listen, we waited like an hour for Gus Dapperton just for him to like kind of march around the stage, and I was like, "What am I doing here?" But then we went to some other stage, and you were like you're gonna need to like be careful and so then I was sitting in I was sitting in mulch just and you wouldn't let me go see Ty Verdes because you're like ew ew yeah yeah so I did not that. like you could do whatever you want but I wasn't going <laughs> we missed it no we already missed it I also okay my first time there you'd already been there you kind of have to like put me under your wing a little bit you can't just leave your little sister out yeah you're grown um, and then I remember Boy Pablo. I just wanted to see Boy Pablo. And then this is some tea. I remember Sammy, we hiked to meet up with your friends and somebody was fighting somebody's boyfriend and boyfriend, girlfriend. There was some drama going down and we were standing there making sure everyone was okay. And then Boy Pablo, it was, it could have been better. I know we could have got closer, but it was still fun, except for there was like a dad in front of me. You guys remember that? There's I do like remember that. Yeah, that was a weird. dad kind of. He was vibing. I was yeah. like, move, he move, like a, let me a in. T-shirt tucked into his cargo shorts with a belt on. Yeah, he was a super dad. Yeah, he was crazy. Festival but attendees then, come in like all the all different shapes and sizes. You know, different ages <laughs> and everything. It's true. it's crazy. True, no shame. But then we ended up at Tyler. Okay, hold on. Between that, I think we ate some chicken strips that were you know kind of good. Oh, we those are the-, the chicken strips are before. Uh, was it before? Before Boy Pablo. Yeah, I was not. Playing games between Boy Pablo and Tyler. I was going straight there because I wanted to be as close to Tyler as possible. Yeah, so we're eating like $25 chicken strips, but it was worth it, whatever. And then, so Tyler, that was pretty cool. He's just like a good performer. Also, he's a little bit goofy too, kind of like Doja Cat. Like, I just like those people who are like funny and they're good performers. It's just, it like kind of warms your heart. You're like, this is cool. They're everything I thought they'd be. Yeah, there was this clip on TikTok that's like went viral of Tyler somebody threw their driver's license on stage and Tyler was like this dude he has a slave name his name's Langston <laughs> and then he like ended the show by saying he was changing his rap name to Langston and then like I hope that kid got his license back because like was it worth it I feel like it, yeah, maybe it would be I don't know uh, no nah, that's definitely not worth it for your license I feel like I, and he kind of got roasted honestly like kind of but like Tyler he said first and last name of this kid like that's kind of a flex that's true i guess if you think about it that way no but yeah I don't, it is kind of a hassle to go get a new license so i don't know if it's really worth it but like i don't know but yeah like you said tyler great performer great interaction with the crowd just all around goat all right moving on to a couple questions we have for you guys so uh jonathan and i i think i sent this to jonathan on twitter uh, it's probably been a couple weeks at this point someone on twitter paid over two thousand dollars to see the weekend What's the most you guys would pay for a concert? And who would it be, of course? Yeah, like back to this perfect festival, what price would you pay to go to your perfect festival? Okay, I'll go first. 
I started this episode with my introduction be like, I don't want to, I don't know what I want to do after graduation. I want to have money. I know that, right? So I want to be those people like at Lala, like in the box, in the air conditioning, like drinks, food, just at my disposal. So 2000 for the weekend, I do that if I had the money. Right now, it's questionable, right? But yeah, I guess I would, I wouldn't put a price on anybody that I'd want to see because it depends. And like, is it close? Can I like make it happen? Is it worth it? Is it at a festival? Am I getting more for my money? There's a lot of factors. I don't, I don't have a, a one answer to answer this with an artist and a price. No, I, I definitely think that's fair. And then talking about having money, I just remember when we went to see Gus Dapperton at Lala, there was like children at the VIP section ahead of us standing on like boxes of water so they could see over the rail like the staff was just catering to every need like got them water bottles got them whatever and i looked up how much the tickets cost for that section and it was like i don't remember like maybe like 1200 a ticket and they had like a family of four or five and they just all were in a section i was like must be nice like i don't know what they do but they got money like <laughs> when, that when we were little we saw the beach boys like on a lawn but th- that was our beach boys i guess you know at lala with the headphones and everything the front row I guess so. Like, I just can't imagine like what those parents, what made them be like, oh, we're going the day Tyler the Creator's there. That's the day we're going VIP. Our kids love Tyler. Like Marshmallow. Ah, Marshmallow. There was a lot of kids out there for Marshmallow. They got the helmets on too. I saw a kid with a helmet on when we were at uh, Polo G. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for me, it kind of depends because like certain people you like, I guess, like, with Lauren, like, it'd be hard to put a price on that, but, like, I would pay good money to see people who don't perform often or a lot, like, Frank, like, he, you know, who knows if we'll get to see him perform again, but, like, I would pay good money for people like that. Yeah, it's, like, obviously very tough to, you know, say, especially the point we're at in our lives, how much you'd pay, but, like, I'd pay just about anything that I could, like, get by on afterwards, to see frank ocean like i need to see him like we're on the street is he gonna be at coachella next year we might have to make it happen i mean who knows who knows when frank's gonna be on another concert billing so it might be the move we'll see I, you know i have a set amount here all you guys are you know you're all different you know but oh i have a big kid job oh stop you know <laughs> um but i you know thinking back on it i think really if timing would have um lined up correctly and everything with the the, Larry, the free Larry Hoover concert I would have um I would have been there for sure it just didn't have any personal time to take off and that would have been I don't even know what the tickets were running for but they feel like that's something I would have yeah but it's like the the thing I'm, I'm factoring into this a little bit too is like you know the el- living or staying in LA you know Ubers and everything that's kind of what I factor in with that as well the actual ticket you know that is yeah no that definitely makes sense like me if i was gonna go see frank at coachella like obviously the travel and all that would have to be uh pretty expensive but i think the ticket alone for larry hoover was like maybe like 120 bucks or something yeah no definitely not bad uh, yeah but no like you said the travel definitely adds up like that's like you're talking about oh come to rolling loud i'm like oh like the ticket that's one thing but then staying there eating food travel Plane ticket you know yeah yeah that's gonna add up i don't know if i got the bread like that we're gonna have to see and it's a couple months away so we'll have to see as we get a little bit closer if i'm gonna be making the move too so we have that full second avenue podcast trip to rolling loud miami are you guys gonna have a meet and greet we will yeah, yeah we if go. we both end up there we gotta have the meet and greet you know but all i'm hearing you know that's planting the seed so i'll water it i'll let this blossom do that do that but you know, we every week have questions from the audience we answer. And so when we put the Instagram post out there announcing that you guys would be on the show, we got a couple questions. A couple were, you know, jokes. But we got two real good ones from my mom, Lauren's mom, Amy Linares. Well, let's see what Amy has for you guys. She says, it's Women's History Month. Who are women that inspire you and why? This question is mainly for Lauren and Sammy and Elijah, if you want to get on. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I was going to let you two answer this one. It's their month. Let them go crazy. It's double our month. B-Day month. Day month. Can't lose. 
Um, I'll go first by saying I've had a lot of experiences and like people I've grown up with, worked with, been in groups with, pageants brought a lot of things to me. You guys knew I was going to say that, but it's really like opened my eyes to what's out there for women. Like having a title like Miss Hoopston, but then also having the national level pageant to meet other girls. It's just really inspiring inspiring to me to just see that there's a lot of options out there for people and it's almost humbling in a way to get to know them on a personal level so to see people that you look up to but also getting to know them personally is like the coolest thing to me um so I wouldn't give like one person that like I idolize look up to inspire but there's a lot of them out there shout out to them all really (laughs) I was looking like a Michelle Obama from you yeah well it's it's different though too right i read a book i'm a fan but there's like other cool people it depends what you do yeah exactly and you have like a personal connection with other people that have made like a more distinct impact on your life so i get why you mentioned like people you really know but i just thought michelle doesn't get that love sammy what would your pick be sammy um i guess like going like back to like relating it back to music like I would say like female rappers you know like Megan and like Nikki and like Rihanna you know like they really like they're not they've built like a career and they've like really made a name for themselves and like just having like a good work ethic and like making themselves known in like more than just as like musicians but as like people too you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I don't know no like Rihanna's definitely running it up with Fenty so that definitely great answer really inspirational but that kind of leads us into our second question here when you need a confidence boost which female artist or song do you listen to okay one song that gets me like really you know like hyped up like you know gets me ready is cocky af by megan the stallion um if you can't tell i'm a big fan of hers so <laughs> that's a good song by her though <laughs> No, I think that's a good choice. I, you know, personally, I was talking to my mom and Lauren about this today. I was like, I don't know, like, I'm not really going to like female rappers to, you know, get my confidence back like that. But like, I could see how Megan is like really doing it for you like that. Yeah. That was my expected pick for uh, Megan the Stallion, at least one of the songs from one of you guys. So I mean, yeah, I was going to say like a lot of her music, I feel like it's good. Just like confidence. Pick me up. Pump up. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about you, Lauren? I associate a lot of like hype songs with like things I listen to when I work out. Doja, Meg's thrown in there too. It just depends. I don't, I like some old songs too. I'm thinking like, I don't know, old female female artists kind of like Lauren Hill. That's a vibe sometimes. Yeah. So. It just depends what I, what I throw on. Now, Lauren Hill, obviously a legend. So that's a great choice, but I, I, I like both those answers from you guys. So that was good. All right. And then for our last question for you guys, what is your favorite memory from second Avenue from Ma's house? What would your guys' favorite memory be with all four of us there at least? Oh my gosh. Ever. Ever. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a ton to choose from. I have a few. I can think of run us through run us through one or two okay okay we can go we can go um, for three hours so yeah definitely <laughs> just give us um, a little well, bit. Well, one thing just I feel like we did a lot when we were younger was just like mess with Blair um <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know like I feel like when he fell asleep we would mess with him a lot like I don't know I remember one time it was like Memorial Day so we <laughs> like, <laughs> we like put his hand over his heart and we all started singing the national anthem <laughs> For context here, Blair is Elijah's younger brother. Who, how old do you think he was at this point? He was probably like uh, he's probably like two or three. Yeah, I mean Blair, he got it bad. You know, we'd put him on top of cars and everything, just if you fall up there and everything. Man. Um, but then another thing that came to mind was like all of our like ghost hunting, like Bigfoot videos that we would make. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Was that the Me four too. of us in that video? That, yes. yes i i remember that i had like the moose head on yeah <laughs> we had a bite a finding bigfoot face that was funny 
like recording on our iPods <laughs> out in the backyard just because it was dark. I was like kind of scared. That was funny. It was all four of us and we had like names and we were like making checklists for what we needed, what materials we needed because we're out in the, <laughs> that, the wild. That was like an all day dilemma too. Like I felt like we were recording yeah. when it was light out. That was, yeah, we were outside we're recording plotting. like the potholes. <laughs> <laughs> we're made then, for this content lifestyle that's all i know we were making videos at a young age like <laughs> we belong here greasy cheeses that's for another day i was thinking about <laughs> dropping that on the instagram on monday no. we'll see i think we might just save that for a, another day but that video does go crazy i think that's like one of the things we just have to tease for like a year and then one day we'll eventually drop it like we hit a thousand followers or something but that video is whew, maybe the best piece of content i've ever worked on I don't it's know if like Elijah knows what this like, is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not familiar. I'll tell you later. I'll send you it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Lauren, do you have any? Or do you have one you want to throw in there? Well, I'm thinking that, like, that day we were planning for Finding Bigfoot, our big excursion. Like, we'd be hanging out, maybe, like, right off a sleepover in the morning. Mom made, a, made us breakfast. We were hanging out all day. We're, like, still in pajamas. It's, like, noon. And then we just, like, walk over to our house, get stuff go back hang out maybe throw in a dairy queen trip there that's a vibe you guys are really missing like a core memory here at least I jonathan don't... and i talked about yeah we talked about it this weekend okay so, for all of us yes for all yeah, of us I for think. every cousin just i mean extended past us but so it was the street corn festival if you guys don't know the street corn festival it's just like a carnival pretty much that's in hopeson every year like 80 years running almost now but there's then, always hey, the... we got pause we got pause we got the chairwoman of the national sweetheart patch or excuse me the national sweet corn festival in this episode right now lauren lenaris make some noise for her show her some love. plug it labor day weekend hubston illinois see y'all there pop out pop up. but any so they have this fish game you know you're shooting the ping pong balls into the fish bowls and if you uh you know as a kid you come back with four or five fish your, your mom's pissed <laughs> off like what are we going to do with these fish so we have them all at my grandparents house one doesn't make it through the night and we all wake <laughs> up to the dead fish and we are just all devastated of course and we we go we go out back dig a hole for it and bury it in like a little jewelry box and there's this iconic photo of all of us uh, just like jonathan me are crying jonathan's holding me and it that's got to be good. That's got to get posted at some point on the for a throwback the Thursday. Somebody's got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we've been sitting on that one. That is one of the most legendary pictures, I think, of our family history. It's so fire. We're so sad, but we were like actually genuinely sad a little bit because that fish only got like, oh, I don't know how old he was when he made it the carnival, but he only got like 16 hours in our possession. So RIP <laughs> the dead look. Carnival fish are a trigger for me. I've had too many. Yeah, no, the, the, they Everyone never last. They never last, but it was still oh. just as devastating losing Lauren's that one. Lauren's lasted, didn't it? Lauren's did. Yeah, <laughs> and then had a very tragic death. Too early, actually. Some would say. I guess I should tell that <laughs> story another, because I was here for that. That's trauma. That's trauma. I was like 19, just crying because my fish was swimming on its side at the kitchen table. <laughs> that was a crazy day. So. Lauren was at DAC and I was home with my mom. Then I was at work. It was late. Yeah, it was really late. And all of a sudden I'm in my room and Lauren's room is right next to mine. And I heard like a just crash. And my mom like a <gasps> gasp. And I was like, I opened my door. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, what happened? And the fishbowl, she had like a classic glass fishbowl just to shatter this glass on the floor, water everywhere. And then the fish is just laying there on the carpet like dead man he wasn't dead yet i guess but he was he was holding on damn near close yeah <laughs> it's not funny i'm sitting here laughing no it's really funny oh my god hindsight. i was so on edge because i remember driving home and a deer ran out in front of me so i'm like oh my god my night's crazy and then i get home and dad met me like in the garage and he was like your fish is on the table and i was like i almost had a deer though like then I get in and in a prairie farms, gallon, half gallon, whatever it is, container, it's just my fish on the top, floating on its side, holding on just for like those last visiting hours. I'm going to kick the bucket. It just had to see you before, before it went. You know? Literally. Yeah. Had, it, 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 it felt your presence. It was you know, a maybe rider. RIP. 
and then you know there is a music moment to go along with that you put a video of it with the song uh keep breathing or whatever by ariana grande so we always go back to the music moments definitely there's always a song to get you through something man <laughs> that's like a trigger song i bet now you're just like r.i.p like you just can't let there's tears you can't listen to that anymore without thinking of your fish so r.i.p all right well thank you guys so much for joining us it was only right to have you guys as our first guests on the podcast so thank you very much for coming in everybody that's listening let us know how you enjoyed our first guest and of course go show them some love tell them happy birthday this week hey and we'll get some new guests moving forward so let us know who you want us to have on the show in the comments thank you guys Thanks. so much for coming on you know plug plug the igs plug the social medias you know get the Thank you, Jonathan and Elijah, for having us. It's an honor to be your first guest. Yeah, Keep up thank the you. good work. All right, we love it. Thank you guys for coming on. Peace. All right, well, that was our first ever guest appearance on the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. But, of course, we got to move into this week's news. Let's start with the releases this week. We have a pretty strong week. We got Tana Talk 4 by Benny the Butcher. 7220 by Lil Dirk, Candy Drip by Lucky Day, Who Cares by Rex Orange County, TW2050 by Casey, Non Perishable by Toby Lou, and In Dimes We Trust by Mike Dimes. Have you had a chance to listen to these projects? And if so, what did you think? Uh, I went through Tana Talk for a little bit. You know, this morning I had a busy day at work with uh, the Big Ten tournament going on. So, you know, catching up on all the games, of course. But uh, I'll first listen to Tana Talk for, you know, is pretty solid so far added a few songs in i got to give it more of an in-depth listen what would your favorite project be out of this week so far you know it's tough between tana talk four and candy drip i haven't got a chance to go fully through candy drip by lucky day but who he is so fire he's very underrated r&b singer if you're into that give him a listen this project is fire there's a song with smino it's like the second song on the album so good um so I definitely had to give that a full listen. And then I got to give Benny a couple more listens. Like you said, don't really have a full opinion on it, but it is fire production. So good features really good. You got all the Griselda guys, Boldy, Westside Gun, I believe and Conway um, going crazy. So some great songs on there. And of course, Johnny P's Caddy with Jermaine. Definitely, definitely fire. You know, it was a couple weeks back, but still, you know, the single on it's just, of course, that's going to be in the rotation. Oh, yeah. And of course, there was that LeBron James Instagram story today to him listening to that song. So that's how you know a fire album just dropped. That, if, yeah, if that's LeBron's that, in the back of the whip listening to it. That's the stamp of approval. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moving on. Smokers Club Fest, April 30th in California. You got Cuddy, Rocky, and Cardi all headlining, of course. Then you got Schoolboy Q performing Oxymoron, Liz Khalifa performing Cush and Orange Shoes. Lupe Fiasco performing Food and Liquor and just added Chief Keef performing Finally Rich. Who would you be most excited to see hypothetically if you went? I think it'd be Lupe Fiasco. I love <laughs> Lupe Fiasco. He's such an underrated rapper all time. He belongs in like, you know, if not a top 10, a top 25 for I think best rapper ever. And he might be higher for me. I love Lupe. Um, and this is obviously such a great project. So I'd love to see uh, that full project but i mean even beyond these people there's so many other great names you got two chains asap ferg joey badass flatbush zombies danny brown earl sweatshirt young lean and even more than that so this is a great festival i feel like rolling loud's getting a lot of hype right now but this one that's might a, yeah that's falling under the me. radar a little bit yeah definitely what about you or any of these that you uh would love to see Ooh, that that schoolboy q one you know it's it's got that oxymoron you know it's just back in the day things you know with that it's fire album i'm looking to add more vinyls you know i'm looking through it. i think that one's got to make the cut in there so no it's a fire cover so i think that'd be a good choice too beyond just the music but this made me think is there an artist that you want to see perform an entire old album during a set at a festival Oh, that'd be, that's really a tough one. Tough question. But I feel like this was, I mean, the impact this one had on me, it was right when I was get, going into high school, right? As I was finishing my eighth grade year. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late by Drake. You know, I views is my favorite album by Drake, but if you're reading this, it's too late. It's going to have more bangers and everything. That one's going to go crazy for sure. What would your pick be? 
I think that's a really good choice. But my choice was because the internet by Childish Gambino. I feel like that album was so ahead of its time. And even like the stage performance and all that was just so good and told the story of the project. Um, and I think that's, I feel like anybody who's like a creative, they look back on what they did. And they're like, oh, I could have done that better. And I feel like that's how Gambino would have been. He'd be like, oh my God, I would have changed this. I would have changed that <laughs> over this song. I would have done that on the screens and I would have, you know, whatever. I feel like he just have so many more ideas now, especially that he's had so much more experience with Atlanta and, you know, kind of putting on a show on, you know, TV and film. But I think that would help him with his stage performance as well. And I think he would just be telling a crazy story. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And I'd love to see it because I don't think he'd be doing too much of that project in a concert in 2022. Definitely. And to add, I just remember that it just popped into my mind, you know, even with Drake, he's probably going to even come up, you know, with some uh, what a time to be alive songs in that set, hypothetically, of course, that's also at the peak of his beef with Meek Mill. So, I mean, I would love to see back to back live as well. You know, kind of my answer kind of expanded upon a little bit there, but you know, just that time period was just great for him. And I would love that. Oh yeah. I think that's definitely some good choices there, but moving on, we got some big news this week. PG Lang has signed Tana Leone to their label. He just dropped two new tracks called With the Villains and Lucky. He's a really low-key artist. He has under 10,000 followers on Instagram, but he's going to be opening for Baby Keem on the Melodic Blue Tour, which we're going to be seeing in St. Louis. So I gave he, these songs a listen, and they're fire. So I'm looking forward to this. What do you yeah, think? I was just about to say he killed it with both of them tracks. You know, uh, killed it you know just recently signed and everything so i mean go give the go give the man a listen because he's got the stamp of approval on second avenue of course so oh yeah and you're gonna be early he has like eight thousand followers on instagram and he's gonna blow up like these are the only two songs he has out on a spotify page i feel like he probably had more at some point but took them all down to get a fresh start with pg lang but it's almost inevitable that he drops an album this year and then i wouldn't be surprised to see a feature from at least baby keem Maybe even Kendrick. Maybe even Kendrick. Yeah, maybe he's on the next Kendrick project. So so there's a lot of potential for Tana Leone. So go show him some love. Moving on here. Kid Named Cuddy by Kid Cuddy, of course, is coming to streaming services very soon. What are your thoughts on that? You know, Kid Cuddy obviously has had some hits throughout his career. Some of those haven't been on streaming services. The Prayer is like one of my favorite all-time Kid Cuddy songs. And so the thought of that being on streaming services soon really excites me really looking forward to that what are you thinking about the addition of this project i'm excited you know i've been i love when uh they're finally able to get those like whether it's samples or anything i've said this multiple times but i love when it's finally able to be on streaming services you know limits you know maybe i don't go to the back to the project as much but you know limits just the you know the average fan of kid cuddy from going back and forth from streaming services so but this makes me think about mixtapes that are not on streaming services is there one mixtape that you could add to streaming services in a perfect world so you know of course they're going to go back to p pure such a big soundcloud artist they've gotten hellboy and cryobi cleared onto that but his self-titled um first mixtape little peep part one that would definitely be one you know uh songs like the way i see things and uh, praying to the sec praying to the sky those are still ones i go back to soundcloud for of course you know they also have ghost boy on there so I mean, just a lot of classic tracks for me that I would love to have just all on one streaming service. How about you? That's a pretty crazy choice. I, you know, I know you're very into Peep, but I feel like all, all the really good OG Peep is on streaming services now. I don't even know those songs. So I'm about to go back and give those a listen. So you kind of put me on. So thank you for that. But my choice is going to be Royalty by Childish Gambino. This is like such an underrated mixtape to me. He's got crazy features from like, Riza and Danny Brown, Nipsey Hustle, like jam I think pack. those are yeah. what you say. That's oh, jam pack there, yeah. Yeah, like I think that project went under the radar. Like those are huge names, especially when it dropped. And I feel like it should be bigger than it is. And so maybe if you got to streaming services, it would be so. I personally have it added, I guess, to my you know Spotify library, but it's just like. I don't know, the quality is not perfect and all this stuff as it would be if it was on streaming services and easily accessible. And I just kind of want it for other people to listen to it because I feel like it's a project that's overlooked in Gambino's discography. Definitely. And I, I just would love, you know, just for all, you know, in a perfect world, all samples to be cleared and everything to get all those tracks on there. 
maybe one day, but moving on, Travis Scott creates Project Heal, including academic scholarships, mental health resources, creative design center, and more. What are your thoughts on that? You know, it's obviously been a rough couple months for Travis after the tragedy at Astroworld Fest. And so for him to kind of like, kind of be back into doing things, at least like you kind of, you saw he was on Donda too. And then he's been in public a little bit more. I feel like recently he was at the um, Nets versus having Sixers game last night. Now this initiative. So it's really good to see that he's kind of, you know, getting back in the public eye, kind of getting over the grieving process and kind of moving forward. And I think that's important because obviously what happened is a horrible strategy, but something like this is just the start to moving forward and making the community better. So I'm excited to see what this project does for Houston. And I'm excited to see what's next for Travis in the future. What did you think about this whole project heal? I mean, it's great to see, you know, and it's not one of those things this rush and, you know, you know, publicity stunt to get, you know, the eyes off what was going on. You know, he, it's something that was truly thought out about, you know, where are they going to get this money from? What are they going to do with the money? You know? So, I mean, that's, I mean, it's great to see, of course. So, I mean, hopefully this is another step of getting Travis back to, you know, where Travis was. Yeah. And I mean, you look back at like mental health resources and creative design. Those are kind of things that are very overlooked in minority communities and poor communities. And so for those to be available in Houston for free or very affordable, that's a great thing for the next generation of people growing up in Houston. Definitely, definitely great to see. And then our last thought here on the news, Cardi B becomes the first female artist to have four tracks reach 1 billion streams on Spotify with Girls Like You, I Like It, WAP, and Taki Taki. What are your thoughts on that? You know, four songs with 1 billion is just like crazy. Like, I don't know how many like Drake has or Kanye. I don't know. Kanye might not have that many because I don't know. I think he doesn't have that many like pop, pop hits, like Mm -hmm. these Cardi B songs. Like that's crazy. I don't know. Like I was pretty shocked to see these numbers. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it's not the Drake's, the Kendrick's, you know, the Kanye's ruling the streaming platforms with, you know, these huge numbers. Like we had talked about it a few of, few episodes ago with x you know having the uh what was it the largest streaming album ever and it's it's not these you know mega stars that you'd expect it's people coming out with consistent hits and everything that have more pop appeal of course yeah i mean these songs one talkie talkie look at that has such international appeal so that kind of made sense girls like you by maroon five that was a huge pop song but i didn't know it was on this level like obviously i've heard it here and there i don't got my way to listen to it but like one billion like that's pretty shocking and then obviously i like it and wop are just hits but i mean like wop is a crazy explicit song like for that to have one billion plays is crazy i'm not mad at it but it's just crazy like i didn't know it was that generally popular definitely and it's it's great to see you know um especially from a female artist to uh you know have the most most tracks that are, you know, with 1 billion streams, um, you know, Cardi B is a great artist and everything, of course. Uh, what would your favorite track be from Cardi B? You can choose a featured one or you're just a personal favorite. Okay. I don't listen to Cardi B that much, but I'm going to have to go with the Finesse Remix by Bruno Mars or Barty or Cardi. I think both those songs go pretty hard differently, but both go hard. What about you? Hey, this is like... You know, back in, what was it, 2018 when Culture 2 came out with that feature on Motorsport with her, her and Nicki Minaj. You know, I didn't know how it come out, but the chemistry between those two was very good, and I think they both killed it. That's one of my favorite verses 2018. I can't lie. You know, another hit by the Migos, of course, and I think she outdid them. Outdid every other artist on that track, so. Hey, I'm not mad at that. That song is pretty fire. But to move in to some questions from the audience this week, we got two good questions. But we're running a little low. So if you got a question, hit us on Instagram. Let us know in the comments on YouTube and we'll get to your question. But let's get into these. First, a question from Devin. If you could choose any rapper for a new version of Def Jam Fight for NY, who would you choose? Give me the baby, man. You know, that's, we were talking about it the other day and I was like, yeah, probably the baby is about that life. You know, he, he's got bodies. He's got bodies on his name. So, I mean, 
give me the baby of course who would your pick be yeah i was thinking the baby too i mean you look at that bowling alley fight recently he's just a demon sometimes but my answer was the game huge he's like six seven and you can tell he's also about that life um i think i've definitely seen videos of him like doing boxing practice and stuff mm-hmm. like that but he's I feel athletic like, too oh know? super athletic i feel like when i'm like looking into like mma fights and stuff like that i always look at the reach in that game he's six seven i'm sure he's got a big reach on him i would take him in almost any fight definitely and then i are this kind of it wasn't a troll question to me you know i'm genuinely interested to hear your response here are there more wheels or doors in the world from Mauricio? Team wheels. Thank you. you know, everybody's making the point, you know, like what about all these large skyscrapers and everything or every house, you know, but you know, I have a computer chair. You probably have a computer chair. I mean, one of your family members has a computer chair. That's what four or five wheels right there. Cars, of course, you know, there's just numbers of things. Exactly. And like, even look at a car, you got four wheels plus maybe a spare and that outnumbers the door. So every car that has a spare is plus one for team wheels. And yeah, then like and I mean, chairs, I have a clothes rack that has wheels. Like those are things on my top of my dressers head. have wheels on the so many things. Definitely team wheels. I Thank definitely you. like the argument for doors though. Like when I wasn't about skyscrapers, I'm like, okay, like that, you know, that's a good argument. Another- this are this almost you know it didn't flip my side of course you know I'm team wheels till I die but think about all the caskets. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a good yeah, point. That, that, I would not lot, have that is a lot of people who have died and everything as well. So I mean, I think it all depends on what you consider a door. Like I was also saying, do you consider like a microwave door? Do you consider an oven a door? And like I could see I, the argument for yes, but I don't know. We'll let I'm going, TikTok I'm going solidified doors here, but you know, well, let us know in the comments what you guys think. Are there more wheels or are there more doors in the in the world? I think we have to run the poll on IG and we'll get Definitely. back to you next episode with a solidified answer from the community. But I think that just about wraps it up. I think this was a really good episode. You know, our first guest really enjoyed getting to talk with them about some experiences growing up, gives you guys a better look at our childhood. And then our experience at music festivals and then our taste in music and developing our own. Let us know any topics you want us to get into with future guests or just guests you want us to have on the show in general. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, keep, uh, keep coming with questions. I'm about out here. So just hammer some questions, guys, please. We'll have an Instagram pull up this week to, for you guys to put some questions on as always, guys, thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another great episode. Peace guys. See you guys next week. Make sure to show some love on our Instagram post today. Give us a like, give us a share on the story as well as on YouTube. Give us a like, give us a comment and we'll see you guys next Monday. Peace.